Oh, yes, hello. What can I do for you today? Uh, I'm sorry, we don't serve scary goblins here. You'll have to buy what happened last time on the incredible party somewhere else. Okay, let's do it quick. Where are we going? Magic, magic, magic! Oh, okay. I, I forget your name. Well, I don't believe I ever gave it. I'm Falzerin. Nice to meet you. And I'm the owner of Magic, Magic, Magic. I'm afraid they don't retain their resale value very well. Yeah, obviously. Wow. It's like, as soon as you drive that horse off the lot, price goes down 25%. I think we might we might have bought a night or two. I don't think she's stupid. I think she's gonna she's gonna see right through this. So I'll, I'll watch for another hour or so, and then uh, if, it, if I still feel pretty comfortable that whatever that thing was that I saw before is, is not around, I'll, I'll go to sleep. Now, for the rest of you, your purchasing adventure can continue at Weapons, Weapons, Weapons. <sighs> oh, yeah. That, that's, that's the perfect trance there. <sighs> That's kind of an internal monologue. Uh, Leland. Mm-hmm. Since I've already meditated for four hours, I think I have somewhere I'd like to go while the others are sleeping. Okay. So your meditation is over, meaning you get all the benefits from your long rest. So I don't know if you were damaged at all, but all your hit points come back. All your hit dice come back. So you're at full full strength. Yep, I'm, I'm back to full strength. I had some damage on me, so... I I kind of remember you mentioning Blake Lakely had a safe. There was a safe in his office, yes. <laughs> yeah, right underneath that box I took. I realize how lucky we were with all those rolls in his office the other day, but <laughs> I'm wondering if I could go try to hack the safe. Absolutely, yeah. I I don't know, maybe hopefully in the middle of the night, there's nothing that, I mean, I wouldn't have to roll as lucky. That was my thoughts, is like I'm uh, trained in this kind of thing. But Sure, yeah, I'm absolutely. Still, I'm still pretty nervous because I've known I wanted to do this for a while. Uh, we right. This is splitting up the recording. It's been how many weeks? So Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time since we recorded last. So I, I, I want to I wanna break into the, the, the mayor's safe and see what's in there. Okay, um, so your guys' rooms are kind of on the second floor of, of, uh, of the Jiminy Eagle. You can come and you come and go from the inn as you please, right? I mean, you're just renting the room, so uh, you walk down to like the tavern area, and you see that it's even though it is now getting on to like sometime past midnight, probably in the very early hours of, of the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, still, the inn is pretty populated. Not, uh, not quite as much as the night before, before you retired, right? It was it was packed the night before, but there's still quite a lot of people indulging in libations and getting a little drunk. Are People gonna remember what I look like. That's, and then I'm leaving. Um, quite or anything like that. Possibly, That's what I'm a little. But there, there are certainly like other elves you notice, right. and other other different types of races. Uh, you know, a few halflings. There's a dwarf over there in the corner. So I don't know as far as as far as your racial features. I don't think you're particularly sticking out like a sore thumb. But okay. if you want to maybe throw a hood up or something. Yeah, I was about to say I want to throw my hood up and just kind of skirt out of there. Okay, just make me like a quick stealth check to maybe try to duck out unnoticed. All right. That's a 24. <laughs> okay. My stealth is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, yeah. 
you're kind of as you're kind of weaving in amongst the people maybe kind of trailing behind a, a waiter running around mm-hmm. with a tray of drinks and the patrons really focus more on on the drinks coming their way than than a, a four foot what a four foot eleven yeah wood elf <laughs> slinking around that's true so you uh, you leave the Jiminy Eagle and you get out onto the the main road. You know mm-hmm. the the front door kind of closing behind you and muffling the the sounds of the of the crowded in. And now, kind of really your first time on the street during night, at least right in the in Goldham. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, you see along this main road every like fifty or uh, yeah forty or fifty feet, there are these lit torches which cast quite a bit of light into the main road. Okay. Around the torches, it's kind of like this radius of, of 20, 20 feet of like really bright light. And then, you know, at the furthest outreach of each torch, it's kind of more like dim and a little more shadowy. Even though it's pretty late, you still see like the odd like stumbling patron kind of leaving leaving their own in. But really what you notice populating the streets more is like guard patrols. And which kind of makes sense. The city is in this constant state of high alert. Uh, right. They're certainly going to have maybe a little more, uh, a stronger guard presence than what you may normally find in, in, a, in a regular city. All right. How far to the city hall or wherever? Um, not too far. Okay. And as far as you know, there's no like imposed curfew because of, because of the monster attacks or the animal attacks. So you don't feel like there would be any reason for a guard to stop you or question you should you pass by one just walking down the main road. Okay. So you could freely stroll right up to, to the city hall. I don't know how close exactly you want to get before maybe you want to try to duck into an alley or something. Yeah, um, let's just like super casually, I want to walk by the guards down the street, and then once I see the city hall, I want to do like a perception or something. Okay, sure. See what's going on. If you take, if you take maybe uh, five or ten minutes to kind of just study... You kind of, you can make out, you see that they have this clear, like, patrol path. Okay, yeah. And it really consists of this this main arter, arterial road, right, that you're on. And there's plenty of different alleys that kind of branch off of this, you know, in between each building as you're walking down the street. Okay. Roll me a perception on, on the on the front of this. Yeah, area. I think I have some time to observe what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, my perception's 14. Okay. In the, in the near vicinity you don't uh see any guards or even any other like bar going patrons uh you kind of see as as a group of two guards have kind of already passed you on your way to to the to the hall so as far as you can tell it's it's pretty pretty clear but the city hall is right on the main road meaning that light and those tor- that torchlight from from the main road is kind is pretty well illuminating the the very front door of it am i able to see any like shadier areas to go kind of over by or should i just keep walking uh well um i to either side of the front door you know there it's there's windows on the on the this bottom floor there's certainly a a uh you could go around the side of the building away from where the light is kind of shining from this main road maybe maybe find a, a window that you could crack open with this on my mind i think since i was in the office do you need me to roll or can we just say that i know where the office is like i memorize right yeah um if you recall there were quite a few turns i believe it was a left left right left right yeah. to get... <laughs> so from remember. from <laughs> from the main entryway you could absolutely navigate your way to the office but should yeah. you go into another type of entrance 
you may have a li- it may take you a little longer to find the office than you than you might like. Ugh. But it's a risk you may may want to take uh, if you think you can get an easier entry into the building. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to stop studying the front and I'm going to go around and look at the other parts of the building. Okay. So as you kind of, you know, nonchalantly, I just kind of pictured you kind of being on the other side of the street, maybe between yeah, yeah. two buildings, just kind of scoping it out. Yeah. And with no one around, you can kind of just hop across the street and kind of down along the side of the building. And you you didn't obviously explore the entirety of the city hall, but for, even from the outside, this is a very, very large building. Mm-hmm. At least like the just this front side is maybe 100 feet uh, like wide and the depth of it not quite sure until you kind of you have to run all the way down this kind of side alley but as you work your way down there there you know every 20 30 feet there's maybe a window which could could signify like oh okay here's like a room right and then another room like a ground level window yeah and you you find a spot where it is completely out of any torchlight thrown from the main road so you are now in like completely shrouded in darkness okay um i'm gonna go check the window see if it's locked why don't you why don't you make me a stealth check for you just kind of operating within these shadows? Sure. Twenty-five. Okay, great. You know, you maybe you pick the, the third or fourth window down into this alley. Yeah. And you, you try to open it and it does it is latched, it is locked. Uh, so you have some I options. Do? Yeah, I know, I got some tools. Right, you are proficient with your thieves tools that will help you uh, to try to unlock. You also, I believe in your burglar's pack, have a crowbar. Mm-hmm, <laughs> if you want to, worst case scenario, just smash the glass. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go for picking the lock. Let's try that okay. first. Yeah. So just roll me, uh, roll me a dexterity check. And because you're proficient with your thieves tools, you can add your proficiency bonus to it as well. Dexterity is not on the... So it, it's actually not a specific skill. It's okay. just like your dexterity bonus. I rolled a nat 20. Ooh, okay. And then, so that's a 23. And then you would also add your proficiency, right? Because you are you are proficient in thieves' tools. So then that's my, that's plus five, so that's 25 right. again. Jeez. So a total of 25. Bryn was built for this, kids! <laughs> <laughs> Easily, you, you just kind of, you know, with the, the thieves' tools is like a series of, like, files and picks and maybe, like, you know, like one of those, those mm-hmm. Jimmy bar things. So mm-hmm. you just kind of put it into the, the top half of this window and just pry open the latch and it, the window slides slides right open and, and you're in what do i see where am i <laughs> so you kind of find yourself in what looks to be like uh like a, like a filing room there's kind of these shelves with with these different books uh you could surmise like this is just like maybe even this is part of the 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 city's records as far as you know infrastructure and business licenses all, all that all that administrative stuff but in this room Nobody, nobody else is in it. It's just you right. so far. Okay. Um, I want to find the exit and then uh, peek out in the hallway and see what I see. Okay. Make me another. Make me a stealth check then to to kind of stealthily open this door into the hallway. Okay. So that one's not very good. But if I have my wood elf bow on me, do I get advantage on stealth? You do. Yes. So okay. Because I was gonna say yep. that was only a two on the dice. So that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. There we go, 22. You silently open this door into this hallway and kind of look into your left and the right. You don't see any signs of anybody. Why don't you make me a perception check as well? All right. I don't get to double roll on that. No. Nine. 
You also don't hear any signs of, of movement anywhere from your vantage point anyways. And both to the left and right of this hallway are, are clear. You can see, though, to your right, mm-hmm. the hallway ends in what looks like it opens up into a, a much larger room. Whereas to your left, it just looks like the hallway continues and like takes a corner. Okay. And there are more closed doors on both sides of this hallway as well. Does Bryn have any idea, like, in relation to the main entrance, what part of the building she's in? And, like, was the mayor's office on the first floor or was it up? It was on the second, I believe. I was thinking it wasn't on the main floor, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can make me a... Make me a survival check. Yeah, let's make me a survival check. Not good. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, even even with that low the low check, you kind of know, like, to your right would be back towards the main entrance. Okay. Uh, like, the front of the building. Okay. I'm going to put in my earplugs. By the, by the entrance of this door here, I want to put them in. I know that it means I'll be otherwise considered deaf, but I just want for, like, a quick minute to see if I sense whatever. Tremor sense, right? That's right, tremor sense, yeah. The earplugs of the bullet? I don't know. I wrote down heavy earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it says earplugs of the bullet. Okay, yeah. Filed from teeth. Ugh. Oh, they're from giant teeth? Uh, no, they're from... Giant burrowing beast. Okay, never mind. That's what a bullet is. Okay, ignore me. <laughs> so I want to... Can I pop one in and then be like half death? No, not... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't quite work that okay. way. All right. I just want to do it for like a quick, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds or something. See if I feel anything within 40 feet. Is it 40 feet? It says 40 feet on my notes. Tremor sense up to 40 feet. Yes. Okay. So are you are you going to move? No, I kind of want to um sit right by this cracked doorway. Okay. So you pop them in. Yep. You kind of just close your eyes and you don't sense... To the far reach of your of your tremor sense, you don't feel any type of vibrations like that would be considered like footsteps or anything around you. Seems seems like it's all clear from from your spot. Okay, so then I want to stealth to the right and try to see if I can get to where somewhere I recognize. Are you keeping the obviously the, not much. Oh no, I want to pop them back out. Take you the pop those out. Out. Yeah. Okay, uh, and you kind of creep down this hallway. Once you make me uh, another stealth check. Pretty sweet time to be able to roll twice every time. Yeah, right? Um, I got a 20 not natural on that. Okay. Unless you want me to re-roll. Unless nope, it's that's, harder it's... than 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. So you make it down to where the hallway kind of opens up into this larger larger room, and you notice now, okay, you've found the, the main entrance, which was like, like the lobby. served as the okay. lobby with, with like the director's desk and uh, a flight of stairs now to your left, whereas coming into the building, they would be to your right. Okay, so I know we go upstairs, and Bryn would remember the whatever, left, left, right, right, left, right, left, whatever yeah, you do. You'll, you'll, <laughs> now you know exactly where you are, you'll I be able to I forget what it was. There. Okay, yeah, let's keep stealth and let's go. Okay, so your your previous stealth check is enough to get you up to the to the second floor. Okay. And now you, yeah, you absolutely are recognizing, even in the dark, even but with your dark vision, you right. can certainly recognize recognize the floor and where you are. So why don't you just roll me a final stealth check, and it'll get you to the mayor's office if it's good enough. Oh dear. Twenty seven. That was a nat- okay. the second one. <laughs> the first one was a three. <laughs> My goodness. Oh. 
All right, you are found yourself uh, in front of the mayor's office. He's got, you know, this closed door with, like, a kind of glass inlay that says Mayor Black Lankley on the glass. Nice. Um, I'm guessing it's locked. Yes, you try the doorknob, the office is locked. Hmm. <laughs> All right, I came this far. Let's keep being sneaky and let's try to pick the lock. All right, roll me another dexterity check, uh, and you can, again, add your proficiency. 16. A 16 is just enough to pop up, <laughs> pop this door open. It's just, you know, kind of a simple door doorknob lock. There's no um, additional security to it as it, you know, it's a room inside of a supposedly secure building. Right. The door swings, <sighs> swings open and you are now back into the, the now empty office of Mayor Blake Lakely. All right. So I'm pretty like certain it's empty. I don't need to do a check or anything like that. No, the room the room's certainly small enough. Okay. Uh, I suppose there could be somebody hiding out of the desk. But yeah, if you wanted to <laughs> still continue to be sneaky um, to get to the safe, you, you absolutely could. Okay, so before I go to the safe, like with my vantage from the door here, do I see anything that catches my eye? Like, I'm specifically hoping that in this room or in the safe somewhere, there's more of those boxes, like the, what falls are in half. Then uh, roll me another perception then. Okay, perception. 19. You don't notice any more of the boxes that contain those four items that you right. that you uh, pilfered. Really, the only change you notice, like now, you actually, you see like his desk is, is devoid of papers now. It seems that it's been tidied. Uh, whereas before, if you mm-hmm. recall, there were like work orders for construction stuff all over it. Uh, and But actually, leaning up against the front of the desk is kind of a, a large uh, rectangle, which mm-hmm. covered in paper. Okay. But other than that, everything... Probably another portrait of himself or something. Quite possibly, yeah. For some reason, I wanted to check for cameras, but that's probably not a thing. Is the- <laughs> no, that's not something you have to worry about. <laughs> Is there, like, anything, like, magic that could, like, be, like, alarming or, like, alarms or... Okay, why don't you roll me... Why don't you roll me an arcana check then to try to see if you maybe know something? Because I'm like, I don't know. Eight. To, to your knowledge, uh, it's never really something you've come up against before or um, have had to deal with. Okay. So if if there is some type of uh, additional security to the room itself, you could probably surmise that just the act of you opening the door mm-hmm. would have triggered something had there okay. been additional defenses for the room. Yeah, this is all new for me. I don't know. All right, let's let's go to that safe then. It hasn't moved, so yeah. it's exactly where you saw it last. Behind the desk. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's actually, you know, it's like your typical, like, dial lock safe. Okay. yep. So this may take a little bit more finessing than right. picking a simple lock. i got to get out the stethoscope. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> exactly right. How do we want to do this? I didn't really think of how to do this. I thought for sure you'd get caught and be in jail by now. <laughs> you you gave me the wood elf bow, man. That's true. I've got I advantage on stealth, and like plus seven stealth is pretty. That's pretty legit. badass. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. I'm gonna get you to roll um, kind of a quick series of checks. Okay. And you'll need three successes before you need three fails to signify the three numbers that you would get to correctly guess the combination. Okay. To open it. All right. So let's first. Yes. It's like a shootout. All right. A little bit. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So first thing you can do, uh, you can start... Why don't you make me a sleight of hand to manipulate the dial? 
Well, you knew I I don't get a advantage on sleight of hand. <laughs> I got seven. Okay. Not good. Not good, no. Now, why don't you make me a perception check as you're kind of listening for the, the tumblers and try to find that. Gosh. It's not gonna... Oh, my gosh. Five. Ooh, okay. Get me out of here. <laughs> and you're you're continuing to, to twist and just listening very carefully, but you just... You can't quite seem to find the position that you, you need. I'm going to put in my earplugs. Will, ah. will those help me? Okay. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. All right. Now I'm going to get you to make... Why don't you make a second perception check mm-hmm. with advantage now that you can se- basically sense the tumblers inside of this. Mm-hmm. Perception. My highest is 13. Okay. That's good. That's Better. good. Yeah, you're definitely starting hearing that kind of some of that click, 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 right? Okay. Okay, make me another sleight of hand now with advantage because you succeeded on that first one. Two d20s rolled the same exact thing. Is it good? No, it's five. So I need. <laughs> I have a ten. Okay, ten total. Hey, ten is so actually stupid. the DC you needed, so that's oh my that's gosh. fine. So bad. Okay, now, um, boy, what should this last check be? What kind of check would you use to open up a, a safe? Hmm, probably a nature check. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I have no intelligence, me, so no. <laughs> just make me one more uh, perception check with advantage. And okay. if you nail this, then then it's open. Yes. Perception is wisdom. 20. There you go. And you yeah. finally find that third number and you just hear a, little, a final click. And you're able to just depress the handle and, and the door of the safe swings open. Alright. Tell me what I've won! So, I don't know how happy you'll be, but Aww. inside, you basically see kind of this stack of, of papers. Oh. Uh, in addition, though, to a, a small leather pouch. But that's that's kind of it, just these two items. How big is this stack of papers? Like, can I take it with me? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, you, you'd absolutely be able to. Can I read it? Yeah, so if you're, you're kind of leafing through them, and you actually see that they're... The, the first few pages you're leafing through, that's actually like what looks like blueprints. Okay. Of? You know, the first couple, you're kind of like, oh, these are kind of weird. And then you kind of get to the, the last few or, or midway through this, this stack of papers and you actually kind of start to recognize what these blueprints are and they looks like... The towers. The they towers. They look like a blueprint of the towers that the, the paladins are using. What? And the very last page you kind of get to it's there's like a stack kind of like attached and it looks like basically like this work order like almost this, this contract Ooh. for the construction of these towers and you 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 see that it's kind of outlining the propri- proprietary construction rights yeah. of these paladin towers for the foreseeable future and on the very last page you can make out two signatures okay the first one signed by drake lakely drake drake lakely and the second signature, kind of the countersign signature, uh, is uh, signed by a Samuel Coltus. And the last bit of key information on these papers is they are dated. This contract is seemingly dated and signed 40 years ago. Four or four zero? Four zero. Hmm, interesting. The question is, do I take it with me or just take the knowledge with me? Right. So you can kind of surmise also like those first few stacks or first few pages of blueprints like yeah 
there's there's very distinctly two different types of towers here. Okay. You know, having been in that one less than a year ago, right, with Hank, and then now also having gotten fairly close to the new ones, like, mm-hmm. you, you know the new ones are much larger than what you are familiar with, and that's kind of what these these new blueprints you see, you see are for. Okay. Have you given me everything you want to give me from those papers? Yeah, they're they're pretty straightforward. I mean, okay. if you wanna if you wanna sit there and take another hour to read through the legalese of the of the binding contract, I mean, <laughs> not super. But I want to make sure Bryn, Bryn spends enough time that she can recall anything. In summation, the con- you get the sense. Uh, just they're working together. Through. There's some... the contract. Yes, some someone by the name of Drake Lakely has signed this contract with with Samuel Coltis 40 years ago to be the sole constructor of these towers. Yeah, interesting. Okay, what's in the pouch? Well, the pouch actually, you kind of as you pick it up, it kind of jingles a little bit. You actually see it's filled with gold pieces. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like don't want them to know I was in the safe though. So if I take the gold, they know I was in the <laughs> yeah, safe. Yeah, that's right. But I it, didn't even think of that. But it's Bryn. Well, uh, it's if gold. it helps make your decision, it seems like it's quite a bit of gold. Do I have anything I could put in the leather satchel to make it appear full and take the gold? I could put my ball bearings, some of the ball bearings in there. Yeah, you could. Like, replace it so that maybe, like, unless they literally open it, they just think it's full. Right. All right, team, I'm taking the gold for you guys. <laughs> I'm taking the gold, and I'll replace it with the ball bearings. Okay, I like and, that. And uh, I don't have a calling card on me at the time, so we'll just... Uh... <laughs> what is what is Bryn's calling card? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a, bla- <laughs> a black card with black printing on it. <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> Says you have just been robbed, <laughs> and or murdered. How much gold is um, it? Do you want to sit here now to count it, or do you oh, want to wait till you? Possibly you know what? Get back no, I'm. I won't count it. I guess it's enough where you would need to. You couldn't count it at a cursory. Yeah, point. It's that's like it's, it's quite a bit of. Gold. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, how much gold do you have on you right now? Uh, 113. It is significantly more than what you have on. Yeah, you. it is. Because <laughs> I know I was thinking earlier too about selling those rubies, so. Right. That's why right. I was looking for jewelry stores and stuff. Okay, so I take the gold, I fill it with ball bearings, I put the papers back, like, leave the safe just so. I shut it, twist the dial, mm-hmm. lock it up. And then, is there anything in the room or office that looks like Blake Lakely's, like, family or dad or, like, this Drake Lakely? Is there any sign of that name anywhere or pictures? Ah, okay. Or maybe um, it's somewhere else in the city hall. Have I seen that name right. or... You certainly aren't familiar with Drake Lakely. I mean, obviously you've met Blake and are mm-hmm. now familiar with, with the Lakely name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can maybe ruffle through his desk if you'd like. You want to take the time to Why go not? I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you trying to maintain some type of stealth or are you just... Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go slow enough to be quiet. Yeah. I'm okay, okay. Stealthy. Then... Um... And, like, I want it to look like it... It did for right, him in the morning. No one I don't. Was there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why don't you roll me then another another stealth here? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Seventeen plus seven. Yeah. So, I want to look for Drake Lakely. I want to look for tower stuff. Right. So going through is there's kind of two main drawers on either side, right where the where the chair would tucked under. 
mm-hmm. and then there's like kind of one middle skinnier drawer right in the center, right? Kind of your your typical desk if you were to think of a desk, right? Mm-hmm. And in the in the very top one, the very skinny one, if you you pull it out, it looks like it's more like a bunch of personal items. Uh, okay. Like you kind of just inspecting it, uh, it's a bunch of like hair product. Of course. Uh, as you recall, Blake <laughs> has quite the quaff that he must maintain. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's, you know, like uh, whatever the D&D equivalent of hair gel is, maybe beeswax or that kind of stuff. <laughs> but then in the two lower, um, taller drawers on the very bottom of either side of this, there's it actually is full of what looks like regular documentation. And kind of going through the one on your right, uh, it looks like the very similar papers to what you had uh, sneakily inspected behind Blake Lakely's back when they were on top of the desk. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the the other side on the left side, there's again just more more paperwork, less paperwork, but kind of you know just kind of leafing through. You don't see any any cursory at cursory glance. You don't see any additional um, mention of the paladins or or of Blake's family. Okay. I mean, you do, though, the, the papers that are in there are all, like, again, a, a, the majority of them are, like, construction notices and, like, permit plans, all kind of seemingly centering around, like, construction. 40 years ago. No, no, like, these ones, um, uh, you know, most of them are going to be related to potential plans to rebuild the city once things are back under control. Um, again, other other kind of building constructions even maybe uh for other parts for other cities okay so it seems like the lakely name is attached to some type of construction company right i forgot to ask when i looked at all the blueprints like did i will i retain any working knowledge of like the towers um that is a good question i think when the time comes you will i'll get you to do a check right and depending on what the situation is, uh, and depending on how well you roll, may also inf- uh, influence whether or not I possibly give you advantage on whatever you are happening to do at the time, that kind of thing. But the 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 blueprints—they look—they're like they look very basic. There are these circular towers, yeah. and kind of around the perimeter is just this this you know spiral of stairs, and of course they're just building simple building plans. So there's nothing on them that would give you any information about what is actually housed in it in the tower. Okay. But uh, you, you you will then have the knowledge that there are rooms that run the full length of the tower, like all the way right to the very top of it. Okay. Alright, let's get the heck out of here. Okay. I put everything back just so... Alright, why don't you uh, why don't you make me a, a sleight of hand check then to kind of set things back to the way they were. Okay. Yeah, 23. Okay. <laughs> it's like you were never here. <laughs> <laughs> Bryn was made for this. Okay. <laughs> she really was. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad I decided to come. I think that's some useful information. Okay, so you were just kind of go right out the way you came? Um, Is there a window in his office? Uh, Yeah, there is, but again, he's on the second floor. That's okay. Uh, okay. I think that's fine. Sure, if you want to drop I got down. A, I got a ring of jumping. Does that count as jumping down? You will still take the falling damage. I'll take a little falling jump, if damage. If you jump two stories. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. If I'll take a little falling stories. damage. Can I not, like, climb down the wall with a rope? I have rope. Like, you'd have to attach it to something in the office, right? I Yeah, so I'll, I'll unlatch the window and try to go down the window without a rope and take a little damage. I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I okay. think that it'll be better than running into somebody in the main entrance. 
Okay, you know what? So you get the window open. Yeah. And you can kind of get out. You know, actually, there is actually kind of this little ledge that seems to kind of just run around the oh, building. Oh, how convenient. That you're able to just barely get your toes on. And I assume you want to close the window behind you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's going to reduce the majority of your handhold. But this building is comprised of brick. Yeah. So why don't you try to make me a very difficult uh, acrobatics check to get down. 17. Okay, okay. That's uh, yeah, all right. That's good enough. That's You're able to find these kind of <laughs> I'm good handholds. at all these things you're making checks for. <laughs> Sleight of hand, know, right? stealth, acrobatics. You're good. Uh, yeah, you, good. You, you find some grip uh, in between the, you know, some grout maybe have come out between some of these bricks. And... All right, sweet. And you make it to the to the alley, and now you notice this alley is on like like it's the other side of okay. the building. Right? Yeah. So it's it's opposite opposite side of the alley that you open a window to get into. Am I able to? I don't know. Get back to the inn. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to? Do you need just kind of be sneaky? Stealth again. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and, and make Why another not? stealth. When I got two rolls for stealth. As you're you're approaching the the light of the the main road. Oh, that wasn't fantastic. 16. Okay, that's fine. Uh, as you're kind of getting close to where the, the light would shine on you, you hear footsteps and kind of the you know the chit-chat of, of two guards just kind of, again, on their patrol route, strolling down the main road, and you stop in time, duck into the shadows, and they pass by as, you know, they kind of pass by the mouth of this alley in which you're, you're looking at. Okay. And, you know, you wait maybe 20, 30 seconds, and you can duck uh, into the main road. Yep. And continue as if you were walking from wherever. All right. Uh, I'll go back to the inn, and uh, I'm assuming the tavern is still hopping. Well, so as you actually as you are approaching the inn, Uh-oh. you you notice that you know as you get within maybe 150, 200 feet, all the the torches on the on the main road they've been extinguished. So Uh-oh. now th- there's this long stretch of of this main thoroughfare that's in complete darkness what do you continue to the inn uh no can i like duck somewhere and observe and see if i see anything absolutely absolutely you want to kind of hide yeah okay so why don't you give me another stealth then to kind of obscure yourself from anything that might be lurking so that's a 27 natural 20 on one of my (laughs) dice i love it okay and now make me a perception then as you're kind of peering. So remember though, your dark vision is only up to 60 feet. Yeah, so not you'll as... So you'll be seeing 60 feet around you, but you can't see all the way to the end, right? It's complete dark. Not as good with perception. 11. Okay. You kind of nestled between these two smaller buildings, uh, you know, maybe a couple random businesses. And in immediately in front of you, you don't see any movement. Mm-hmm. But actually you can see just at the reach... Uh, the, at the farthest point of, of where your vision kind of starts to fade into blackness. Right. You see what looks like two, like, bodies lying uh, kind of off to the side of, of the main road. Oh, what the crap. Oh, no. Two bodies, no one else around? Just like... No, nothing else around. Again, that's, that's like just as far as you can see, basically. So if there's anything beyond them, you cannot see it. I want to sneak closer. Okay, I'll just keep your stealth check. I okay. don't even know why I'm getting you to roll stealth checks. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so as you get closer, you see that the bodies, there are two guards. Okay. Like two, two guards that were on patrol. And they've just been, they actually they look like they've been like beaten to death. Like something very strong has what? like crushed them. 
Can I tell by looking at them, like, whether it was human or animal or beast or anything? Uh, why don't you make me a medicine check? Nine. I'm not a very medicinal elf. Well, you're strong. You're good at other things. Did you plan this? Did you plan bodies? Uh, no comment. So, <laughs> just cursory glance, you see these 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 guards. They've been they've been pummeled, but actually, on your closer inspection, now that you're right up to them, you actually do see like what looks like these weird bite marks. Something like from something that had a had a really big mouth. Jeez. If it's a dragon, Leland. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke, was that he was going to make me face a dragon. Uh, what would Brim do? Um, do I see any immediate danger around me or anything? You want to make, make another perception check then? Um, 20. Not natural. Okay. That was just high enough to, from behind you, you hear the, the kind of the footfall of something really no. big. <laughs> And as you turn, in standing directly behind you, with its kind of mouth like a gape, you see what looks like a giant toad, and it's just kind of shrouded in, in, in darkness. Like a grung? Like like a supersized grung. Okay. Like eight, nine feet tall. And whereas the grung were more frog-like, this looks like this weird, crazy toad with his giant mouth full of teeth, weirdly. And he's ready to chomp on me. And he's ready to chomp on you. Alright, so I, I put my rapier in, out. Yeah, roll <laughs> initiative. So oh no. Oh no. Oh, seven. Well, he got a 19. Ugh, no chance. Boy, now would have been a good time for a, a, a natural 20 on that initiative. I get know. The, get that get badger. The badger going. Jeez. It's like, I'll never need a badger. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what this giant toad does, it's, yeah, it's just mouth is just opening and it just lunges towards you for a bite oh but it only bites for 11 which is a miss yeah that's a miss as you're able to kind of just lean back as its jaws kind of snap in front of you all my stuff like banks on him being engaged with someone else so let's see if i can hit him with my oh my longbow is better than my rapier but i'm too close to him right uh yeah but you do have your cunning action right you could disengage for free kind of back up from him. Alright, let's yeah, let's use my wood elf bow, disengage, back up, and uh, point an arrow at him. Alright. Could have been a better attack roll. That's a 14. 14 is a miss. Yeah, I figured. So you're 35 feet away? Yeah, I went as far as I could. Well, it moves 30 feet. Can't quite get next to you, but its mouth opens up again, and it's great big pink fleshy tongue shoots out at you. Oh no. Uh, uh, but only uh, with a two, with a ten which is a miss. Nice. This this tongue just kind of flings past your past your head as, and then it snaps back into its mouth. It can't quite get you. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna sink an arrow into that All right. big old tongue. Yes. Okay, so that is a 23 to hit. That's a hit, yeah. And then... So now with my longbow, it's a D8 plus my dex, which is three plus one. So D8 plus four, basically. That's right, yeah. Okay. So that's eight damage. Okay. As your arrow kind of sinks right into it, it's like, it's got this big, like, bulbous chin that kind of almost looks like it's also his neck, you know, where, like, a toad would, like, croak. 
uh, and it kind of sinks into it and it reels back and just kind of before you, it, it just as if it melds into the, the shadows and it just disappears. It's gone. Like, yeah, as if like it, it looks like it teleported. Teleported. And it just sinks into the shadows. Okay, I gotta write that down. All right, is there any other baddies around or what? Uh, why don't you make me another perception check? <laughs> 21. You do not see anything else around you. Nice. Okay, get me back inside. <laughs> okay, so as you you're just running right to the inn, um, as you get closer, you can still kind of hear sounds from people inside of it, so it seems like the inside of the inn is still normal. They don't know that this all happened. Okay. This doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I'd rather just get in there. Okay, and as you run up, kind of get close, you know, 30 feet from the door, you just see again above you what looks like two winged human, like, figures. They come you see them fly smash into two windows on the on the second story. What? Of the inn. Two winged human figures. Roll a nature check. What the heck? Twelve. You immediately recognize these as being gargoyles. Leland, I put my notebook away and everything. Dang it. <laughs> they look exactly like the same uh, gargoyle that you fought outside of the cave uh, near Zexa. Like stony looking gargoyles. Okay. Yeah. Two gargoyles, they just smashed under the second story. Right, and the like the second story where the rooms that you guys were staying are uh, located. Yeah, so is this where you want me to leave it? Dang. Yeah, basically, we're going to leave it here for you. Yeah. And then we'll get back to the rest of the party. But you can run into the inn, and where do you want to run to? What room do you want to go to? Uh, like, who would you run run to? Bryn would run to Gozer, I think. Okay, so you want to go to Gozer's room? Yeah. Is Gozer's room one of the ones that were smashed into? Or, like, do I recognize whose rooms were smashed um, into? Roll... Roll and... Jeez, roll and... Because I know we looked out the window a little bit with those bone headphones yes and stuff like yes that. you did you did okay roll roll a roll a perception well nine yeah for, you're not because now the the just even viewing the the city in the dark vision it looks like it's difficult to tell pinpoint exactly where you were kind of looking you know down from your window and if you're able to tell what you recognize what you were looking at then you'd be able to kind of pinpoint but it's difficult to tell but you do know that your windows looked out onto this road. Right, I know. Okay, yeah, I'm going to run up to, to wake up Gozer. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at encouragementparty.com or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncourageablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!